Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Reiki Radio. I am your host, Yolanda. But we are here today with Reiki Radio's very own Ethel Roberts. Hello. We are celebrating the three-year anniversary of this show. And it's almost over. It's the end. Yeah. So I thought it would be very... um, special for me to have Ethel here with us today so that we could just talk about, you know, how much we've both grown over these last three years. Like even back then, trying to decide like what we wanted to do business-wise with like, did we want to teach? Did we just want to do readings? Like both trying to figure out individually what we were going to do with our paths. And so we've come a long way. Thank you for having me. Back. Welcome home. Thank you. I'm so excited. It's hard to believe. I feel like that went by so fast. Yeah. It doesn't, I feel like now I've been saying it, I feel like all week, like, oh, it's been three years. It's almost over. But now that I'm sitting here across from you and saying three years, I'm like, it feels like it was just a few weeks ago. Yeah. We, neither one of us had any experience with podcasting and I don't even think I had a mic at that point. No. So it literally sounded like we were in a shoebox. We didn't know anything. Like we just kind of, we were winging it. So those first episodes, I say like the first few, you can tell we're just kind of like fumbling through it, but it was a lot of fun and gosh, we have come a long way. So what's been going on for you in these last three years? Well, I was going to go back actually. Yeah to the beginning when I can remember when you came to me and you were like, I think I want to do a podcast. (laughs) I was like, okay. And you're like, you should do it with me. And I'm like, oh, okay. And it was, I swear it was like the next day, like you had had all the information, everything worked out, prepared. And I was just like, oh, oh, just where do I go? Where do I need to be? What time? What, you know? And that's so you, like you get an idea, which is so amazing. Like you'll have an idea and you run with it and you make it work. So first I want to say, I'm just so proud of you and what you've done these past three years, because Reiki radio is just, I'm sure life changing for so many people. I I would say I am known to run with things, run right into a wall. Not even. No, but this, (laughs) actually was something that yeah I think um what ended up coming of it was so unexpected and you know that like we were just literally it felt like we were playing in the beginning Mm -hmm. just kind of like oh let's try this out and see what happens if people listen that would be great if Mm -hmm. we get to connect with people that would be great but we didn't even know if people were listening like so uh yeah for it to have come this far and to have lasted this long it feels it's been a long time. Yeah, I'm sure for you. Yeah, so I'm. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I am thankful for everything that I've experienced over this time. But yeah, completely ready to go on and run with something else and see mm-hmm. what happens. So I hope you're waiting by the phone. <laughs> <laughs> so you know me. You just tell me when and where and like. The trusting person that I am, yeah, I do follow <laughs> you. <laughs> like, Lizzie, like, um, we've got to try this. Yes. Yeah. 
But I can remember in the beginning, I remember there was an episode or there was one time where, you know, me always had the notebook with all yeah. the notes and I was nervous. And I was, one time I was saying a quote by Thomas Jefferson uh-huh. and I said, Thomas Edison. Edison. And I got home and I listened to it the next day. I'm like, why didn't you tell me? And you're just like, I, I didn't know. Like you knew, you knew I said it wrong. And I was like, oh my God. What's the big deal? And I was just, I was a wreck. I swear, probably for months, like, oh my God, that's going to be out there forever. I can't believe I said that. Now, I send out emails to my list that have like the craziest things, the biggest mistakes. So I will say, that's helped me, I think, to just not really hold on to like the dumb stuff. Like, let it go. It's not a big deal. I think we got a lot from each other because we are night and day. Like, people probably don't know, but we are. We're like... We're night and day, but it's like the perfect balance yeah. of night and day. Like we, we get each other like nobody's business, yeah. but we also come from things from totally different approaches. And so in the beginning, you were more organized, like notebook, okay, bullet points, what are we talking about? And I'm like, who cares? Let's just talk. Let's just see what happens. And so I think that like and me made you a little more loose and then mm-hmm. you helped me to become more organized because then later along the way I was more yeah. like, okay, let me think about what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> what is so this show going to be about? Yeah. Cause yeah. left to me, who knows what we, but that's so about. good. I, I admire that about you, how you're just like, I have an idea and I'm going to run with it. So what, who cares what people think? I'm going to try this. I'm going to do it. Whereas, I'll wait two years. Like, no, no, no. What are people going to think? How should I do this? How did other people do it? You know? Yeah. And it's just a mess. And I know that drives you crazy about it me. It does. But I also <laughs> admire it because I really do. I think part of, again, our differences are what created a great balance, mm-hmm. especially with the start of the show. Because, I mean, you need that balance. Like, you can't be too extreme anything. And I think we both could yeah. be like, opposite ends of the same spectrum mm-hmm. so when we do kind of come together which is probably why we end up being like calling each other sister so quickly because we do like we yeah. will go at it like what are you talking about crazy like no <laughs> <laughs> so but then we're over to like two minutes but I yeah I think we do it's a nice compliment yeah of each other like totally I've learned so much from you like so just show aside like if we shelf that I've learned a lot from you over these last three years and the show was like kind of I think what forced us in each other's faces a little more Mm -hmm. than we were before so I think we got to see sides of each other that we necessarily we wouldn't have before so that was interesting but yeah I mean I think we've both grown in so many ways over these last three years that I don't think you could get just from listening to the show, but. Oh, definitely. Yeah, we've grown a lot. But can we talk about the night show? So this is another example (laughs) of Yolanda just so eager and excited and just ready to share. So I think, did it start? Yeah, Yeah, it was Monday night. From, I want to say when we were out having tea. Probably. Someone there. Oh, yeah. Mentioned something. Okay. 
Yep. And you're like, no, well, we have to, you know, have a show in the evening. I think it was yeah. maybe for people who couldn't listen earlier in the day. Yeah. yeah. Because <laughs> the show was originally, I think, at like 12 in the afternoon mm-hmm. on Wednesdays. Um, and then we ended up having a Monday night show at like 7 o'clock at night. Soul Sessions. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Monday night. Because once a week wasn't, wasn't enough. enough. Right. It was a totally different topic. Right. Right. Yeah. And there you would have me, my poor little voice would just be quivering. <laughs> but there I was, like, like could barely speak. Oh, we have come a long way. That was, that was fun for a minute. That didn't, yeah, last, it didn't last long, long. because that was a lot. Yeah. I mean, doing two shows a week, doing one show a week is a lot. Mm-hmm. And anybody who, you know does this or any form speaking for 30 minutes straight is Mm. a lot so to do it twice a week that did not last long not at all not at all what did was one of your favorite shows from back then or like a favorite moment you've had um the first thing that popped in my head was your mom oh yeah (laughs) when she called (laughs) And I was like, that is so sweet because it was in the beginning. Yeah. And um, it was really exciting to have a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that it was your mom. Yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, was something moment. weird. I know it had something to do with, like, relationships or, like, I remember she said something that was just so off the wall, but so her. But so sweet. I know. It was so very supportive. Very <laughs> Yes, it was very supportive. So, yeah, that was fun. Um, And I just remember, yeah, just coming every week with a notebook and notes and flashcards in the beginning. Like, I had everything, but you being so relaxed. And, again, like you said a few minutes ago, that really helped me to relax. And it's helped me through the years in my business. Um, So, for that, I'm really grateful. It's like I'm the evil Knievel of our friendship. Yeah. (laughs) Look, there are airbags. We can right. do this. <laughs> Come on. I think one of my favorite episodes, um, whenever I think about it, it was the first time I had an epiphany. And it was one of the soul sessions, oddly enough. And I think that episode was really choppy. Um, it was going in and out. And there was, you know how it gets over here. Like mm-hmm. a lot of energy builds up in the room and like stuff was swirling. And I could tell like messages are coming through but it was about mystery schools and I literally I don't remember what I was saying but it like hit me like mid sentence something I was saying and I was like and the mystery schools like the mystery is you and I was like oh you know so I'm trying to I'm having my own little epiphany Mm -hmm. mid speak right but like trying to just carry on with the with the um, monologue as if I didn't just have this epiphany for myself. That really struck me, um, I think, because it's when I really realized how much I was learning Mm -hmm. from sharing or talking about things that were interesting to me and how much we do learn just in having that responsibility of showing up to share with other people. Yeah. Well, you did say something just now about the energy swirling. And if I recall, Mm -hmm. the energy in the room during the soul session, Mm -hmm. we did it in a different location for one, was always a lot thicker 
than during the day. Yes. <laughs> which is really strange. It was. Um, and so that was hard for us at times, especially me, to yeah. kind of keep it together and concentrate yeah. and focus on what the topic at hand was. How can you concentrate on speaking when you feel like you're going to fall down? <laughs> and we would have a lot of technical difficulties yeah. when all that energy was swirling. Well, you were also so. doing meditations during that time, weren't you? During the uh, show? Would you do a meditation? In the daytime shows, I I think during the daytime shows there were a few times where I did meditations. I don't, I don't think I did in the evening shows. I could be wrong, but I, I think you did. I think the evening ones were like very specific to like something like a tool or a technique or something like that. And the daytime ones, I think. I, I don't say know. you were witchy poo conjuring something up during the thirty during minute the night show, show to get <laughs> to get the energy in the room all worked up because it was just a whole lot. <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that. I was thinking about that in particular the other day, how much I used to love like a buildup of energy. Mm. Like I could not almost like I didn't trust anything was happening or going on unless I could feel like that swarm of energy. It's like I needed. Yeah. I loved it. I yeah. loved it. I loved it. And this has nothing to do with the show, but I was just thinking about it the other day, how now I'm just like, eh, okay. Like, if I feel it, I do, but it's no big deal. It's just, it's not the same. And so people will come and they'll feel it and mm-hmm. they'll blink really hard and they're like, what is that? Oh my God, I felt, but I'm kind of almost oblivious to it now. Well, first of all, <laughs> this entire space is just, we call it the palace. <laughs> and if anyone were to walk through the doors in the palace, you would probably just Feel it, yeah. Yeah, you, you, there's no way that you cannot feel the energy in here. Yeah. Um, I like to come here because I feel like I get a, a re-up every time I come. It's like when you watch the races on yeah. TV, like the, the Indy 500 or whatever, yeah. and the, the pit stops. Yeah, I do. I feel like I get like an oil change, <laughs> a tire change, and it feels really good. It does. No, it really does. But, yeah, I'm I'm kind of oblivious to it now. I mean, it takes – I'm kind of oblivious to it now. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing. I don't yeah. know. But I – so going back to what has changed in these last three years, I think it's interesting to look back at the way I'm working with energy now versus back then or um, my ideas around energy from then till now or, you know, just the different practices. I remember back then – Probably before Reiki Radio, I don't know, but, you know, we've studied all types of things. Like, I've taken more classes than I could even tell you what I have certifications in, mm-hmm. who knows. And back then, it was like, I felt like I had to incorporate all of that into my business. Like, yeah. anything I knew how to do, I was going to offer, yeah, you can have that session if you want. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it for you. Even if it wasn't something that really spoke to me, uh-huh. even if I didn't really, like, want to do it, if I knew how, I would do it for you. But stepping out of that and really starting to, like, become more clear about how I personally work with energy, what I want to do, what my sessions are like, what, how I want to help people, that has changed a lot. And I think the show probably had a lot to do with that, too. Oh, definitely. Yeah. How do you, how do you feel or how, what do you think, what impact do you think you've had? Because I don't think you realize on your audience. Have you thought about that? No, honestly, 
Anytime, there's been times, you know, like I'll get an email or people send me a message on social media and it shocks me every time. Mm -hmm. Like if someone says, like one person um, very recently actually, actually, I won't say that much because I would give away their identity possibly, but someone told me recently that the show really helped them through a very difficult time in their life. And I was like, wow, like, I wonder what they listen to. You know what I mean? Like, after, <laughs> like my show? This show? <laughs> what no, but really, you know, yeah. like, I really do. It's almost like, a, like, people will tell me something about the show, and I feel like I'm listening to them talk about someone else or something not related yeah. to me. I remember one time on Facebook, a woman sent a message and said she decided to take Reiki training because of listening to Reiki radio. And I was like, really? Like, it's exciting to me, but it's not like, it's like kind of surreal. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I'm always very, it's very humbling, I would say. It's very humbling, and it shocks me every time. And I never ask them, but secretly in my head, I'm like, well, what episode did you listen to exactly? <laughs> like, I really yeah. do wonder, yeah. like, what did I say? Yeah. How did it help you? What happened? But overall, like, I'm, I'm glad. I'm very thankful that people have found the show. I'm glad it's helped people on their path, whether it's with Reiki just whatever relationships, whatever it's helped them with, like that to me, I feel like I'm like I could drop the mic. Do you know what I mean? Like really, truly, I love this work and I love what I do and I'm so thankful, but I feel like I'm glad that there's like this archive yeah. of information that people can go back to. And it's like, I left something. Yeah. Like I like that idea. Okay. So, I have a question. Mm-hmm. If you were starting your podcast today, mm-hmm. what would it be called and what would it be about? <laughs> <laughs> it would be called Throwing Spaghetti at the Wall with Yolanda. And, and making it stick. And making it stick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if I was starting the podcast today, I think I would have more interviews because I really do enjoy um, hearing other people's stories and I do enjoy asking people questions, you know me, I'm a curious mind. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, after three years listening to the show, I wouldn't believe it, but I really don't like talking that much. <laughs> and you know that I, yeah. I really yeah. don't. So I much rather listen. Um, but I, I think I would love to have a show instead that were more interviews, but you know, it can be, people get nervous about coming on the show and the same like you said like the fears you know we even had in the beginning of like being judged or Mm -hmm. criticized and being seen and all of these things so um yeah I think I would have done it the same but I would have made more of an effort to have more guests and I think I probably would have even went a little more woo-woo yeah yeah I think so because I think especially in the beginning Maybe all throughout, now I think about it, I think I was very safe at times with wanting to make sure I was very clear in how I explained things and making sure I, um, people understood no matter where they were on this journey. I wanted yeah. to make it as like easy to understand and as ingestible as possible mm-hmm. for people. 
but I don't think throughout the years I always spoke to my personal practice and how out there I can be in my own practice. So I think I probably would have played more into that or shared more of that side of myself. Well, that leads me into my next question. Uh-oh. We didn't plan for this <laughs> I know, interview. interview. <laughs> but I think it's really good because it's your last show. Yeah. I would ask if there's something you would like to share with your audience that maybe you haven't shared about yourself um, over these past three years. Because, you know, when people listen to the shows, I'll give you a little time to think about that. Mm-hmm. When people listen to these shows, and we just talked about this, actually, you know, you kind of really start to feel um, – this familiar, this certain familiarity with the person right. you're listening to, and you always want to kind of know a little bit more. So, what is one thing that you would share with your audience that they may not know about you? I have joked throughout the years that I think people listen and they think I'm like, you know, like on a oh, like flower, a, yeah, like meditating yeah. all day, like I'm just like in this zened out space all the time. But no, I mean, I have my moments. Like Ethel can tell you, I can. <laughs> I have my moments. <laughs> I do have my moments, although I do bounce back quickly. But, yeah, I have my moments. Um, Yeah, I think think one of the things I would want people to know most, and I do speak to it, I say all the time, you know how much I believe in this. I don't care what you study. I don't care what you practice. I don't care what your teachers told you. I don't care. Trust yourself and trust your guidance and trust how you are being guided um, really trusting yourself, I think, is the number one thing. I hope, if anything from the show, I hope people got that. <laughs> I hope that they really got to at least want to venture out and start trusting themselves and start um, following how they're being guided, um, wanting to start to learn to understand themselves in new ways and in different ways. But, yeah, I mean, I think the only thing I haven't, shown about myself on the show when people are around me in person or people come to the palace and then they feel the energy yeah. and all this stuff and then I start like closing my eyes and I'm and talking to you yeah, and doing this thing <laughs> yeah and people are kind of like oh I think it's unexpected I don't know I, I do I think yeah. there's like oh, the yeah. an idea of me that's a little less woo-woo maybe than I've and I don't think I look like what people would categorize as, as so woo-woo, you know yeah, what I mean? Or yeah. like witchy or whatever. I think I just look like Yeah. I went to yoga. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what you look like. Yeah. Just left yoga. Just left yoga. Cool. But yeah, I don't think people will look at me at all and think that I'm like Yeah. I love Sunflower. ancient aliens and yeah. I love like yeah, I mean, I'm all, yeah. I'm here for all that. So I mentioned the head bob, and I know this is, you know, an audio recording, so you guys <laughs> cannot see. But I call her, so she does this thing. She is such an amazing reader, healer, channel, all of the above. But when she channels, Okay, you guys have to picture the old school typewriters that when you type in the, what is the little the thing? Carriage. The carriage. yes. <laughs> the carriage moves to the end and you have to push it back. So her head bounces just like the carriage. And it stops. And then she moves right back. All the while, her eyes are closed. I'm not sure they're closed, right? Sometimes you're fixed on something. Sometimes, yes, I do get 
I will. You, yeah, yeah. Your, yeah. Your, your gaze is fixed sometimes. But for the most part, when you're doing the <laughs> typewriter, it's like, doom, doom, doom. It moves, stops, and then back. <laughs> it's so amazing to watch. But you know that when her head starts to do that, like, she's getting, like, the most amazing information Ever. That is hilarious. And I get so excited when I see the head start to bob. You do. Yeah. So we <laughs> can like, be out to having tea together. Yeah. We could be out having lunch or something and we'll have a conversation. But the truth is when my head starts bobbing, your eyes start closing and, you know, information starts coming through for both of us. So it is kind of like a circus when we're in the same yeah. place, um, which is a lot of fun. It's a lot of interest. It's very interesting. And even the place where we go most regularly, I think they know now if they walk by our table and one of us has our eyes closed, like they kind of know, like, oh, they're doing their stuff. Like, (laughs) that's true. They don't bother us. Yeah, they don't bother us. But um, yeah, so I mean, you know, you are quite interesting too. And I'm sure people probably don't know because. I mean, you didn't stay with Reiki Radio for as long, and you did go off and do an amazing podcast where you did readings for people. But even on that, I don't think they would have known exactly. Like, yeah, they could see, like, what an amazing reader you were, but I don't think that people would have known. It's just, it's hard to describe you. (laughs) (laughs) Confused, clarify. Okay, I would say this way, like how I said before, Ethel and I are kind of night and day-ish. Okay, I am more prone. I'm more likely to channel information about, like, what's going on with the universe. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm more likely, if you're sitting with me, I might tap into, like, your incarnation in another lifetime or just something more out there, I would Mm -hmm. say. Whereas Ethel's like, she'll tap in to you and yeah, I don't know how to explain it it's a weird <laughs> without thing. it sounding really yeah, out I don't there. know how to because it's not connecting with people just as if I'm giving a reading about the person, like the different layers that we have within, like I can kind of get into those layers. Um, here, now I'm afraid to sound too woo-woo. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> what do you do, Ethel? Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just interesting. Yeah. I'll say it's interesting and fascinating to just kind of see um, where we've come over the course of yeah. just these three years. Well, that too, I would say, is that's changed a lot. Because I think with looking back at the way you used to read to the way you read now or looking at the way I used to get information to mm-hmm. the way that I do now. And even if I say that, I mean, yeah, I see things in people's space now that I would have never expected to see. Yeah. I just happen to have more of a fascination <laughs> with, like, the universe. Um, but it's it's interesting looking back and I just recently we had a day where we were talking about remember when like who would have thought I never would have even back I would say yeah like five years ago I would say I never would have imagined that either one of us would be sitting channeling bobbing heads closing eyes right talking about the things we talk about and talking about them like they're just so normal and so yeah, yeah. I, I never would have imagined. And 
with that, I would say for the people listening, because a lot of people do ask, like, how do you do what you do? How do I get to do that or something like Mm -hmm. this? There was a time where we didn't, I don't, I, I don't think I ever had a vision for myself of what I would be able to do. I was just more curious about energy, quite honestly. Like, I was just like, wait, what does that do? Like, I just had a lot of questions along the way, but I never, I don't think I ever had an idea of what it would look like. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I ever had, like, a, I just wanted information to come through more clearly, but I don't think I had a set desire about how I was going to read. Yeah. I just wanted to be able to translate whatever it was that was coming. So I say that to say to encourage people who may be in the beginning stages and you think like it's frustrating to try to read or it's frustrating to try to translate information, all of those things. Like we were there. Mm -hmm. We went through that. I remember looking at people channeling and reading and like being like, seriously, (laughs) (laughs) Really, they're getting information. Like, come on. <laughs> what? Like, how? How are they hearing that? I don't get it. What yeah. do they see? I don't understand. So, I mean, yes, a lot has changed over the years. Well, you said something a while back about um, just wanting people to know to trust their process. Mm-hmm. And I think that is what has helped us both grow, is really taking the information that was taught to us and really making it unique into into ourselves, like making it um, just really and using it in a way that feels comfortable right. for us. And that's been just as it's important to you. It is so important to me and for everyone I work with or anyone I may be teaching. Mm-hmm. This is what I know, but you take this and you Make do it, it feels intuitively right for you. Yeah. And I think that's what's going to help anyone <clears throat> practice grow in whatever gifts they have is really making it their own. Yeah. I think where sometimes people get tripped up is really trying to follow, um, rigidly follow some sort of model that's been taught to them. Well, I think in all fairness too, I mean, think back to some of the teachers I know that I've had, maybe you've had some too. Some teachers do present it in a way as if like you have got to color in the lines and if you go a smidge outside of that then you're doing it wrong Mm -hmm. or you're not going to be able to connect or you're not going to be able to x y and z howsoever I can tell you from experience because I've taken a lot of remember a minute ago I told you I have more certifications than a little bit (laughs) that's true (laughs) and what I came to realize is that all of these different modalities were showing me how to do the same Same thing thing. in a different way and that's when I stopped mm-hmm. taking all these classes because I was like, okay, seriously? Yeah. They're all telling me how to do the same thing, just in a totally different method or technique. Yeah. So there is more than one way to do every single thing. There's more than one way to channel. There's more, more than one way to read. There's more than one way to connect. There's more than one way to work with energy. It's not just Reiki. There was hands-on healing before Reiki was even thought of. Like there's more than one way to do every single thing that we are playing with and trying to understand today. Please know that. And please trust yourself in your process. And I think that's what's going (laughs) to, that's really what's going to do it for you, I think. And and also in terms of confidence Mm -hmm. level, because when you're following 
someone else's guidelines, you're always questioning and doubting, am I doing this right? Right. Am I, you know, there's just always that question there of whatever. Yeah. But when you're just following your own guidance and what's in your own heart, it doesn't matter because it feels right. Yeah. I'm all about it feeling good. Yeah. You're all about it. It's a shortcut and it feels good. Well, yeah, I didn't want to tell that. But, yes, I am all about a shortcut. Like, if someone said you have to do these 10 steps, I'm like, okay, then that means I can do them in two. And if I can do it in two and make it work, it really only needs to be done with an intention. (laughs) Welcome to Ethel. Yes. Yes. I should get you a t-shirt that says there's a shortcut for that. Yes. Yes. Because, you yeah. know, I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. People need steps. Got it. I need steps. And I say that to you. So I'm like, I just need a recipe. Yeah. If I can make it work, if I could just follow, blah, 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 blah. Right. You don't need a recipe. But it's like, it's just like you need directions. Yeah. You know, like map, you know, the tell Siri to tell you where to go until you've got an, an enough on your own and you don't need directions anymore it's the same thing. and then one day there's a detour and you found out you can you find a faster out. way yes you still know how to get where you're going <laughs> yes. you weren't really lost we're not lost no. we're so strange but <laughs> <laughs> it's also true it and is I think so true people need to hear this and i hope more people share their experiences like with their podcast or their whoever they're teaching or however they may share and just really let people know like it is all about you yeah and how you make it work okay so i have a question for you okay after not just the last three years after all the years of what you've been doing and the work and everything you've learned what is something that you would want people to know or to really like take away would be like that one thing you would hope that they would know or understand or consider at least. Um, well, the first thing that popped up in my head, and I guess this kind of goes along with what I just said, but um, trust yourself. And I don't mean the process like we were just talking about, but really trust that whatever you've been inspired to do or whatever you feel um, encouraged to do, trust that because you're getting that information for a reason. Right. And don't get caught up in the it's too big of an idea or dream or it's just too big for me because it came to you for a reason. Yeah. And the moment you begin to trust in that, things fall in line. And it'll be interesting to see how the assistance and guidance starts to come to you. So trust in yourself and the wisdom that you receive. I like it. Me too. And write it down. Like, I think that was something that helped me a lot along the way because you'll get like these little nuggets of inspiration or you'll receive some guidance and it may seem random. It may seem like a fragmented thought. It might not make complete sense, but if you write it down, I promise, you know, you go back sometime later and you're like, Oh, that makes perfect sense. I can't. How many times have we had conversations about like old channelings or old things we've written down? Like, I think I wrote that down three years ago. Yeah. All the time. It All happens. the time. All the time. And a lot of times the messages that are coming through for us, it really takes that long for it to come full circle, which <laughs> especially for me, I'm a little dense sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just don't listen all the time. <laughs> Not always. <laughs> oh my God, this is BS. Are you kidding me? And I do. I question. I don't question yeah. the information, 
but I will say I side eye. You do side eye. Oh, God dang it! Are you serious? Well, blah, she, blah, blah. Uh, she's an Aries. <laughs> Ethel is an Aries. Quite stubborn. Yeah. I'll, I'll just say that. Uh, yeah, you yeah. say that often. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> About once a day. <laughs> and she's a baby in her family. Yes. So if that gives you any more of a picture, I'm just saying. I'm an amazing person. Yeah, you are. You're quite amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I love you to pieces. But yeah, um, but that but you do. I mean, like even when you side A, it comes back around and it's like it's undeniable whatever it is. Yeah. And then yeah, I don't know. I think I write stuff down more so. I don't side eye as much as you know. I'm just kind of dismissive, like yes. kind of like okay, they'll tell me the rest later. Mm-hmm. I just write it down so I don't forget because mm-hmm. I know it's not the full story. So yeah. I'm just like, yeah. I actually have a book of um, like diagrams. Do you remember when I went mm-hmm. through that whole channeling stage of like whiteboarding? So I have these whiteboards. I have more than one. <laughs> And I haven't done it in a long time, but I'd say a few years ago when a lot of information was coming through, I was getting like downloads of information. I would whiteboard. I would literally like pace back and forth and be drawing these diagrams (laughs) like (laughs) a mad person. I'd call Ethel like pacing back and forth and tapping the pen and like, this is what they said. And I'm trying to figure out what it means. And so I had this book where I would transfer all of the information from the whiteboard into this book, put it away after like months and months of channelings, didn't touch it. A few years later, the information came back up again mm-hmm. and it finally made sense. Yeah. yeah. Remember that? I it was do. like, who but does like, that? It was I, so weird. I want people to picture, and I know you didn't watch Homeland on, I think, Showtime. No, I didn't watch it. But I know there are some of you out there who watched Homeland. Where is this going? And there was, I only saw like the first two seasons, and Claire Danes was cuckoo crazy with the board in her room, in her home, and she had like all the pieces. She was trying to put them together with, I don't even remember the show exactly, The Terrorist. That was Yolanda (laughs) with the whiteboard. Fully and completely Yolanda. Just remember Claire Danes and Homeland. I, it was something special to observe. And there was even a point where I saw the whiteboard wallpaper. Yes. And I'm like, you have to get this because you could just. Oh, and then I saw someone's home. Remember I told you? The guy had whiteboard floor to ceiling in his living room. Yes. And he had it, like, filled out completely. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you would love that. Yeah. I probably would. Yes. I probably would. And I, yeah, but I haven't done that in <laughs> quite some time, although I do think about it. I do. I love it. I love just letting information mm-hmm. pour through like that. And I love the diagrams and the charts. And like, I do. It's like I turn to this mad scientist, but I love the information. And it goes back to me saying, like, I do. I'm very interested in the universe. And, like, our connection to that and how we work and how we are, like, um, just our connection to everything. I'm so, I'm an Aquarius. So I'm, like, out there, futurist, bigger picture, yeah. like, you know, whereas, like, Ethel's more, like, yes, yeah, zoned in, like, here yeah. now. And I'm kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are we going to do a spaceship? Yeah, see, no, yeah. it doesn't interest me. Yeah. And I've always said people. Mm-hmm. I get people. Yeah. And I do. And I like that connection. And I like to be able to see mm-hmm. what's going on and how we interact and yeah. just 
I think people that work. has been um, one of the most interesting things for me in terms of now being able to read and channel is seeing people differently because I, I did always think people were aliens, and I still do think so. No, don't roll your eyes. I do still think they're no, aliens. No, I, I, you know I'm rolling your eyes. Yeah. We can't all be different. I'm just going to say that. Yeah, I do, I do <laughs> think that people are aliens. But I think being able to read now, it gives me a different perspective on people, which I think is very interesting. I know you think I'm the alien. Yeah, but she's yeah. the alien. That's why it's said. So. Uh, it could be. Yeah, but I've always thought people are very fascinating. Yeah. I do. I think, I mean, people are amazing. The reason, like our motivations, the things that affect us, the stuff we hold on to, and then how we express all of that. I mean, it's really, people are really freaking amazing. And yes, sometimes I could agree. I might not be from here. <laughs> <laughs> but I find it all like, yeah. It is just so amazing, and I, I think um, I think part of the show, like during this time, a lot of it for me and even the topics and everything that came up was a lot of me getting, again, like more clear on what I wanted to do with all of these tools and what I wanted to do with all of this information and what it meant for me and how I was applying it to my life. I think a lot of people didn't probably realize that as the show was going and the things I was talking about, I was actually living those experiences. Like I was going through the stuff I was talking to you about. I was, you know, going through the growth period yeah. and I was going through the shifts and changes and like all of these things. So um, I think over these years, it's helped me really become more clear about me and yeah, like what I want to do with all this and how I, really want to help people with all of this because, you know, like I really believe that what we are doing, it really matters. I'm not going to go all the way into that. We talk about it in the coven, but I'm not going to talk about it on the show. But I do think it's important for all of us to start to really wake up and be responsible and accountable for our own energy. Whether you be alien or human, we have to be accountable for our energy and what we are feeding or contributing to the collective because it really does matter, especially now. I mean, it matters. If you get nothing else from me in these last three years, get that. <laughs> what you contribute to the collective, what you are feeding yourself, your energy, your body, your mind, your spirit, it matters. So wake up. I was going to say show up. That way I just kept hearing it. Like show up. People yeah. just show up because people are checked out. Yeah. And I don't even think we realize that even just, you know, with distractions from social media or phones or. The games that we won't name the game, but the game oh, that has people the walking games, around like, like zombies. zombies. Or yeah. the reality shows. There's so many things that have us just really disconnected. Mm -hmm. from our space and checked out of our space. And I think it's important for um, those of us that it's important for all of us to really pay attention, but I know there's just a strong calling and urging for a lot of people right now to really do things differently and show up differently. So it's really important that you listen to that and answer that calling because things are shifting and changing. And it's really important that we're really kind of at the helm of what's going on before yeah. it gets out of, out of hand. Yeah. So agreed. Show okay. up. <laughs> Show up. Show up. Wake up. That's right. And shift your stuff. We're here to help you. We're here to help. 
No, but really, I think that's been one of the, I would say one of the things I'm most thankful for, really, truly, like all jokes aside, I'm so thankful that um, the connections and the people I've met over the years through the show, like, I think that has been the most mind boggling, like, people even outside of, you know, my own list or social media, whatever, like people found the show, however they found it. And met some really amazing people. And I think it goes back to what you said before, like getting emails from people who before I would have said I will never meet, but I've met a few people from the show. So now I've met three people, actually. I met um, two people who listened to the podcast that ended up taking classes, and I've stayed in touch with them since the beginning. And then there was a woman who came on the show that I interviewed. She lived in Asheville where my mm-hmm. mom lives. Yeah. And when I went to visit my mom, I met her for coffee. So I, I just, I am so thankful for the connections that I've made on this show. I'm really thankful for how much I have learned and how I've grown, but I, I don't even know how to say, like, I'm so thankful for being able to share even a smidge of anything with people so yeah it was fun are you sad I don't think I'm not sad it's just strange Mm -hmm. like I honestly you know part of me I am really excited to be done because if you think about three years yeah almost 200 episodes like I what else do I what we're gonna talk about (laughs) (laughs) You have to start remixing yeah, the things you've right? talked about. Like, let's talk about that again. Yeah. No, but yeah, I mean, it's. I feel like I've shared everything that I could think that I would want to share mm-hmm. or talk about. Um, I'm not sad, but I, I think it'll be odd when I have those moments of like, oh, I do want to share this, but knowing that I'm not going to share it in this way. Yeah. So I think it'll be interesting transition but no I'm very happy I'm happy for you it'll be exciting to see what you know ideas come and what comes up for you in these next few because you never know weeks and months (laughs) and you know I with you you never know the people may hear you again in a different yeah in a different um, medium yeah 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 no more no more of this I um well, I'll say no more for now. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. You never know. And I I believe in that wholeheartedly. Like, you never know. I would have never said I would do a podcast. I never would have said I'd be teaching Reiki. I didn't know what it was. So who knows? But for now, I am very happy to say goodbye. I will miss. Um, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to miss it. I won't. And I really genuinely hope that the people who listen to the show, whether they listened over these last three years or they find it later in the archives, hopefully they'll still keep in touch. They'll still email me. So I'll still get to connect with the part of the show that was my favorite if people stay in touch. Yeah. But needing to show up every week to share, no, I'm not going to miss that. And people can always check in on your website and see what's going on, what you have to offer. So that's always you're you're yeah. not going anywhere. No, I'm not going anywhere. I remember when my favorite I had when I was working I had a favorite podcast and the lady just left. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, no website. I don't even know if she had the archives listed. Like I was so sad. I started to like six years now and I'm oh like sad God. all over again. 
So that's not happening, people. No. You, you're still, still being, yeah. yeah. You could still find me on Uchi. I still am going Facebook. to do the coven next year. Social media, I'm not the best at it, but I do try my best. Yeah. If you need me, yes, you know, send me a message, probably more likely Facebook or send me an email. But we can still work together, absolutely. So, But today, Ethel, coming back for our three-year anniversary, <laughs> has a special for everyone. So I just, he's so generous. Like, I'm so thankful. I'm like, people just coming back, giving specials and stuff. We <laughs> love so you. Funny. We love the show. Thank you. Honey, we love you, one. Well, I thank you. I love you, too. I know you do. Okay, so what are you <laughs> offering to the people? So, brrr, I'm offering a life purpose reading. And yay! This is, yay! This is just kind of in line with what we were just talking about. Yeah. This is not for those people, for those of you. This is for everyone. This isn't just for those of you that are trying to figure out what it is you're trying to do with your life and you're just not sure what direction to go in or what it is you want to do or have been blessed and gifted to do. Mm-hmm. It is for you if that is you. This is also for those of you who are doing what you love, who are in a space where you're happy and you feel as though you're contributing, but where this reading will really help you, this will bring more clarity. I bring you into the session and allow you to intuitively look at what you need, what guidance you're receiving to really help you grow and expand within whatever it is you're doing. So this really is for everyone. And this is really about, like we said before, this is about everyone kind of getting it together, waking up, being present, show up and get it together because it's needed right now. And this is what I'm really passionate about and what I do. So, for the big send-off so generous. <laughs> for Reiki Radio, I, I want one. am offering, yeah, you got it, a 60-minute life purpose reading for $47. That's what we needed on the show, a drum roll. <laughs> yes. We needed fireworks, <laughs> bells and whistles. I can't believe that. Okay, so a 60-minute, you full hour session. Full hour session. $47. Yes. And they get to... Is it going to be a session where, like, they already have in mind, like, oh, this is what I want to talk about, or you just have them come in, like, blank slate? You can come in blank slate. Like I said, if you know what you want to work on and what you're trying to build and grow in your life, you have that information, bring it with you. Yeah. That's great. That gives us somewhere to start. Yeah. If you don't know, that's fine. We'll get there. Mm -hmm. But um, it's actually a really fun session. Because like I said, I make you a part of it. This is your life. These are your gifts. This is your passion and your purpose. Yeah. So I'm just there to guide you along the way. So they're going to have the link to this. I would say, you know, obviously schedule right away. $47. Those are going to go quick. It's a limited (laughs) time offer. Yeah. 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 So the link for this, the life purpose reading will be down in the description, the show description. And where else can people find you to learn more about you, see what you're up to these days? Where do we go? You can check me out at ethelroberts.com. E-T-H-E-L-R-O-B-E-R-T-S. Dot com. (laughs) Dot com. Yes. So fancy. Ah. So here we are, seven minutes like a strange countdown so what do you want to leave your listeners with i just want people to show up for themselves that's it that's all i've ever hoped to share on the show is just for people to look at themselves but to do it from a space of like 
no regret. Don't have any regrets or judgments around like what I should have done, what, you know, I need to do all these stories that we have, all these ways we beat ourselves up. It's like, we don't have time for that anymore. It's not even necessary anymore. Like we're so beyond that. Like, I feel like energetically, vibrationally, like, come on, let's get it together. Like we can look at ourselves now and honor our lessons, see where we've been, understand how it's helped us to grow. We can look at these things and say like, okay, yeah, it may not have felt the best, but guess what? It made me stronger. I understand. I'm able to see from a new perspective. Where are you now? (laughs) Where are you today? And where are you going? And are you going to make decisions that are reflective of the person that you know yourself to be? And are you going to start to treat yourself as the divine? You know, it's um, really fun. The other day I was thinking about how, I forget why I came up judging a book by its cover. I mean, it came up for some reason, but I was like, you know, I really would like people to think when they are looking at themselves and looking at other people to think of it as not to judge the divine by its cover. Cause that's literally what we do. Like we're all of the same source and we all are of the divine. Like that's what we are, but we walk around covered in all of these experiences and these stories and these beliefs and these judgments. And we're judging the divine by its cover. And if you really like stop and think about that and think of what's underneath all of what we carry, it changes. I think it lets you be more forgiving. It lets you to be humbled and lets you to be more, lets you to be, (laughs) lets you be more loving and forgiving of yourself, but other people. And that's where it all starts. And I think once you can kind of wrap your brain around that and start just seeing things differently, that's when you start working through the layers and that's when the magic starts to happen. And that's when you go through the growth periods and you start to truly realize what you're capable of. You start to realize there's way more to life than you could have ever imagined. And you start to realize you really don't know anything at all. So it's an amazing journey. And I hope that is what I have left people with. That's all I've got. <laughs> well, that was a lot. Oh. That was a lot. Huh? But I would like, I would hope I could speak for your audience and say thank you. Oh. Like from the bottom of my heart, like thank you for the information you shared over these past three years, for giving yourself, for being in service. Like I don't know if you realize it's a big deal. But you've helped so many people. And I know it sounds corny because it's me sitting across from you <laughs> saying this, but I feel like I'm like, oh, come on. I feel like I'm speaking for so many in the audience um, when I do say thank you for that. Because your show, I think, is bigger than possibly even you know. Well, I will say this. If that or if it's true. <laughs> I am very thankful, but I mean, I I am. I'm thankful no matter what. I mean, even I told you, you know, over the years, even getting one email, like one person saying I enjoyed the show or this helped me or whatever, that truly has meant the world to me. And it was more than what I would have ever expected. Again, I mean, I was just, I would have been thankful that people tuned in. I didn't expect 
that people would reach out in the way that they have. And I certainly didn't expect that the shows would have resonated with people in the ways that they have. So I'm extremely grateful for the experience. I'm thankful that I showed up because Mm -hmm. there are a lot of times where I really didn't want to, but I'm thankful for the people who showed up too because it's because of them in part of why I kept going for as long as I did. And I mean, people really did encourage me along the way in ways I don't think that they realized, but it would be those days where I'm like, I'm not doing this. I can't like, I'm going through my own growth period, my own shift. I don't feel like it. The last thing I want to do is talk on a mm-hmm. show. And then I get an email from someone that's like, Oh, you really helped me today. And I'm like, Oh, I gotta <laughs> keep doing it. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, for as, beautiful of a thought that this show helped anybody I have to say that it really truly helped me and the people who listened and have reached out have really helped me so it's been an amazing time and I thank you I thank you for showing up day one when I was like hey sissy let's just do this who knows what's going to happen are you down sounding like we're in a shoebox It was crazy, but we did it. And you even showed up twice a week. So I thank you double time. But I also thank you for being like, you know, my biggest support in this really. Like I think in these last five years, I think we've known each other five or six years. Like it has been just don't even know what to say. Like I can't imagine have gone through this journey without you and like the readings we do for each other the days we clear each other's spaces the crazy conversations we have that I know I couldn't have had with anyone else I mean just all of it um getting on each other's nerves and also being the first person I talk to every morning do you know what I mean like just all of it so I thank you and I'm glad even though the show's over we're still here so I love you I love you too (laughs) Thank you, everyone, for tuning in over the last three years. Be sure to get Ethel's amazing offer. Click on it down in the show description or go to ethelroberts.com. Stay in touch with me through uchi.com. And I love you all. Remember to always journey in love.